What is up, MMA fans? Welcome to my channel. This is the MMA Anomaly Show with yours truly, Olin, aka MMA Anomaly. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and smash that bell for notifications. What is up, fight fans? Olin back with another episode of the MMA Anomaly Podcast Show. Uh, just wanted to do a quick episode here in regards to UFC 275. Pretty decent pay-per-view coming up. Actually, a pretty stacked pay-per-view in my opinion. Uh, gonna start at the very bottom of the card, work my way all the way up, doing things a little bit differently this time. I am going to use Nate Latshaw's probability predictor, uh, but I'm going to actually throw up the DraftKings odds and uh, read off those as well. So it looks like Nate is actually going with the favorites pretty much across the board here, actually all the way across the board here in regards to um, uh, who the probability predictions are leaning towards. So I am doing the opposite on about 50% of these fights. We'll go ahead and jump right into the card. So in the opening early prelim, we have Ramona Pasquale versus Jocelyn Edwards. Um, he, Nate Latshaw is going with the Vegas odds here, the DraftKings odds here. We've got a 160 point favorite in Jocelyn Edwards and a 140 point underdog. I'm taking the dog in this one. I think Ramona actually gets it done. Um, I mean, Jocelyn Edwards is uh, one in three, or sorry, one in two in her last three since joining the UFC. I think uh, Ramona has had a tougher list of opponents who she's fought prior to the UFC. I mean, neither neither woman has really fought really tough opposition prior to joining the UFC. Um, most of their opponents prior to joining the UFC end up having like a 50-50 win-loss ratio or they're zero and one or zero and two. Either way, I think Ramona's skills stack up better against Jocelyn in this fight, so I'm taking her. The next early prelim is going to be Silvana Gomez-Juarez going up against Liang Na. I'm going to go with Liang Na, and not only that, but I'm actually going to say the underdog gets it done via finish. I think she submits her in the first or second round. So check that out and uh, make sure you put that on your cards. In the next fight, this is actually going to be an action-packed one in my opinion. We've got Batgirl Dana. Um, yes, that is his actual name. And he's going up against Hyung Ho Kang. I think Hyung Ho Kang, the underdog, ends up getting it done. I think he probably ends up, I mean, he can finish it either way. He can submit him or he can knock him out. Um, I think Bad Girl Dana is, or maybe it's Dana Bad Girl. Either way, I think he is a great up-and-coming fighter, but his win-loss ratio is pretty inconsistent. And I think this is going to be another inconsistent one for him. I think he ends up getting finished in the second round. This next fight is probably one of the ones I'm most excited for across the entire card. Um, and it's Andre Fialo against Jake Matthews. Um, Jake Matthews, if you haven't seen him, kind of looks like a super buff, jacked Justin Bieber. Definitely check that guy out, uh, especially you ladies listening out there. Um, you know, or some of you guys, happy Pride Month. Um, anyways, so... <laughs> I think even though Andre Fialo is the favorite, Jake Matthews improves consistently across the board every single time he goes into that octagon, and I don't think this is going to be any different. I think he goes out there, shows vast improvements in his skill set, and I think he ends up getting a finish either late in the second or early in the third round against his opponent, Andre Fialo. The next fight, we've got Steve Garcia going up against Maheshate. Um, I'm not going to try and pronounce the rest of his name. I'm pretty sure I butchered that part, uh, but I think Maheshate gets it done. That being said... Um, I don't know a ton about both of these guys. I did look into their record, look at a little bit of tape. It's honestly, for me, it's pretty much a pick 'em, And, uh, 
it's really not that different here on the DraftKings odds, right? Now for these next few, I'm actually going to lean more with Nate Latshaw. I'm gonna take his side on these things. So we've got Seung Woo Choi going up against Josh Kulibau. Um, Kulibau, hopefully I pronounced his name right one of those times. I think Seung Woo Choi ends up getting it done. It'll probably end up being a decision or a very late finish. Both guys are pretty game. Uh, but I just think Sung Wu Choi ends up having a little bit of an edge in this fight. In the next fight, we've got Brendan Allen going up against Jacob Malkoon. I got to go with my southern boy. I got to go with uh, my guy here. Brendan Allen, I think, gets it done. I actually think he lights him up on the feet, peppers him up with a couple of stiff jabs, maybe a 1-2, one, 1-2, two, one, two, a little repetitive with it. And then once he gets him weakened, I think his opponent probably shoots for a sloppy takedown and gets guillotined in the uh, late first or early second round. In this next fight, it's pretty interesting. We've got uh, Jack Della Maddalena, who I actually have mentioned in one of my previous videos a while back. And after I saw his last fight, I literally said, make sure you keep an eye on this guy. I have definitely kept an eye on him and I am definitely excited about his upcoming fight against Ramazan Emiev. Now, Ramazan Emiev, I mean, if, if you listen to the name and you watch the sport of MMA, you probably understand that he is a wrestler and he is going to bring a wrestling heavy game. If you know anything about Jack Della Maddalena, you know that he is a boxing heavy uh, striking style opponent, right? So he is going to bring that boxing style. So it's going to be boxing versus wrestler. Typically, I would lean towards the wrestler in this matchup. However, Jack Della Maddalena has had zero losses since 2016. He lost his first two pro fights and since then has gone on an absolute tear undefeated since. I think it's going to be no different going into Saturday. I think he gets it done against Ramazan Amiev and I think he ends up getting it done via first round or early second round, finishing with his hands. Pop, pop, pop. Speaking of pop, 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 we got Mr. Benel Cop going up against Rogerio Bontorin. You know, uh, at first, I thought maybe Hojiro would end up being able to get this done, but the more I look at it on paper and just looking at the tape, you know, before looking at their previous fights, previous three, I think Manel Cop has shown, again, vast improvements across the board every single time he steps into that cage, and I don't think this is going to be any different on Saturday. I think he comes in and probably gets it done pretty quick against Hojiro. Um maybe a first round finish via strikes, TKO probably. Up next, we have the Coco main event, AKA the people's main event. We got Zhang Weili versus Joanna Violence, AKA Joanna Champion, AKA Joanna Young Chuck Chuck. Uh, I, I honestly, even though Joanna is the underdog here, we've got Zhang being a 165 point favorite and we've got a 145 point dog in Joanna. I think Joanna gets this done. I think she gets it done either via decision or in the late third round or uh, late second round. The reason I think that is because a three-round fight is much different than a five-round fight, and she is going to dump everything in the gas tank to take this woman out that's standing across from her and Zhang Wiley. And I know that Joanna hasn't fought since the loss to Zhang Wiley, but that's only given her time to improve her skills and heal up and work on everything she had that was missing from her game prior to that fight. So I think she goes out there, gets it done, and possibly earns herself a title shot against uh, the cookie monster herself, Carla Esparza. And we all know what happened last time, but this time could be different. Let's see. In the next fight, we've got Valentina Shevchenko going in against Tyler Santos. Um, Tyler Santos has definitely looked nothing but impressive since joining the UFC. That being said, I think she gets absolutely murdered by Valentina Shevchenko. Why do I think that? because everybody that stands in front of Valentina Shevchenko at this weight class gets absolutely murdered. I don't think 
Tyler brings anything to the table that Valentina hasn't seen in the UFC or prior to the UFC. And I think Valentina ends up just making an example of her and then possibly moving up to 135 to face uh, Amanda Nunez or uh, the current champion, Juliana Pena. Oh, and I mean, obviously, looking at the elephant in the room there, we've got a 630-point favorite going up against a 450-point underdog. I'm definitely going with the favorite. Come on, it's Valentina. Now, moving into the main event, we've got Yuri Prokaska going up against Glover Teixeira. This is the epitome of the young man coming in against the old veteran, right? Could this be the passing of the guard? I don't think so. We've got a 200-point favorite versus a 170-point dog. I'm taking the dog in this one. I think Glover not only gets it done, but I think he gets it done in beautiful fashion. I think he takes Yuri's biggest shots, and then he ends up taking him down and finishing him. I think he grinds him out, tires him out, and then ends up getting either a TKO finish or a submission finish. Why do I feel that way? If you guys watched the fight with Yuri Prokaska against Dominic Reyes, Dominic Reyes was able to not only take him down, but take him down pretty easily. He ducked one punch, got one leg behind him, and just boom, landed right on top. I'll try and throw a clip of that in. Hopefully it doesn't get DCMA'd. Yeah, he's got a beautiful counter left. We saw it against Chris Weidman, sat him down. Nice takedown attempt here, he's in tight. Got it. Either way, that fight is currently free on the UFC's YouTube. I'll make sure I throw a link up for you guys here that are watching on YouTube so that way you can check that out. So that's it for this video. Uh, let me know what you guys thought of my picks below. And definitely if you're uh, watching on YouTube, make sure that you comment below. Leave your picks for the fights. I actually love getting a conversation going below and uh, seeing how different our picks can actually be and why you feel the way you feel, why you're choosing who you're choosing. So uh, thanks again for the support, guys and gals. And I look forward to seeing you all in the next episode. And I also look forward to these fights on Saturday. Let's go!